What's good, people? It's your boy Reese Ross. You listen to as far as I'm concerned. Sitting here with my man, Big Mark. Mark, what's going on with you, bro? What's going on, people? How y'all doing today? All right, so I got you in here. I'm trying not to keep you in here all day and shit. We just gonna holler about a couple things, see where you at on. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what's been going on with you, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just trying to stay out the way. You know how I do. I hear you. I hear you. They working you to death, bro? Man, I'm like a slave, bro. <laughs> I'm so damn sick of um, overtime right now, man. <laughs> but I ain't complaining, though. I hear you. They be taking advantage of being able to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it always could be worse, so take it as it comes. Word. Well, looking at you, man, look like you're in good shape and shit. You ain't even Big Mark no more. What's going on? Hey, bro. <laughs> I'm still Big Mark. <laughs> You damn near medium mark in this motherfucker, man. Yeah, hey, look, I always be big mark, but you know, you know, work hard, man. Try to try to maintain and try to stay healthy sometimes, you know. Word, see, you picked up a couple habits, nigga, hiking and shit. What's going on with that? <laughs> man, first off, first off, I started off hiking for the workout, you know. Um, I, I hiked Mill Mountain one day, man, and that joint about beat me down. They kicked my ass literally. <laughs> Like, I was sweating and shit. <laughs> Who needs to stay in the gym and do cardio when, you know, you can enjoy nature, enjoy some sights and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, you ain't, you ain't gonna have me doing that no time soon. What's, hey. uh, when you go hiking, man, what's, like, how long do you generally look to hike when you go, or do you just go and see what happens? It usually depends on the trail. Um, you know, you can, you can look up the trail and see how far the trail is, but, um, Normally, I stay between anywhere between three and five, maybe for five or six mile mile hikes. Hey, I've only did one, well, three hikes over eight miles, which ain't ain't too bad. So, and you stay in the gym and shit all the time anyway. What uh, you got any any certain regiment you do? You just go in, and be like, I'm gonna work on back today, work on legs today. What's how's that going? Yeah, I usually try to change things up. Um, like, I'll do something for maybe four to six weeks. Say, like, you know, um, I might do a split to where I do um, chest and tries, back and bys, and legs and shoulders for six weeks, and then I try to change it up. You know, you got to keep it fresh. You know, you can't you can't do the same thing over and over. You know, you get stale. Yeah, make it sound like I'm fucking up. I just go in there and be like, yep, that look like what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, what, that's one thing about working out, man. There's no bad workout, man. As long as you, as long as you're getting in there, and you stay consistent, and you know, you you getting getting some work in, you you doing doing the right thing. You know, a lot of people overthink working out, man. It's just you know, just staying consistent and and, and keep going. I'm trying, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna be ready for my photo shoot no time soon. But, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I, I get in there when I can, do what I can. I do feel good after I do it. Actually, you was a big influence on that because I think I went a couple times with you, and then I started slowly going by myself. Right, right. And now I'm mad when I can't go, so I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you. It's crazy how it becomes a part of your life, you know. And I remember that time we went as with Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, it is, it's crazy how it becomes a part of your life. Uh, I think a, a big problem people have is that they um they try to make it too much, you know. Right. They, they, they try to do too much, you know. You try to try to go in there and 
and, and you know Rome wasn't built in a day, so you know going in and be killing yourself, be hurting for three weeks. Like <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna go tomorrow. It's kind of sore now. Yeah, yeah. You know it's that time of the year being you know January, New Year's resolutions and all those things. Oh, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolutions be killing motherfuckers. <laughs> Man. Uh, I remember last year, I hadn't seen nobody this year because of my work schedule, but last year, man, I remember seeing a dude, this dude had a water bottle, a big-ass gallon water bottle, a shaker cup of protein in it, and a big-ass jar of peanut butter. <laughs> I've been going to gyms a long time, man. I ain't never seen no crazy shit like that. I'm thinking, man, you... You, you walking around the gym, you touching all this equipment and sweat and stuff. Like, what is you going to do? You going to just reach in and uh, get two finger scoops of a peanut butter? <laughs> but, I mean, to each his own. <laughs> you would think by now, as long as people have been making New Year's resolutions, a motherfucker would know you should be making life plans when you drink <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> when you have 15 shots and shit, you shouldn't be thinking about what you're going to do with the rest of your life, even for one year. Right. That's not a good idea at all. And that's another thing I said, too. It's like, you know, you set goals, but you, you got to set realistic goals, too. You know, you can't say, I'm going I'm to do five days a week, starting off, and <laughs> two hours in the gym a day. It's like, it just ain't realistic. You know, people work, your body gets tired, and, you know. A lot of us getting older, so your body don't recover the same way either. So I know that's right. I, recently, I just started learning about the shit I've been hearing about for years when older people talk about how their bones and shit start to ache because different weather happening. Right now, every time something hurt, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> We about to get a storm. <laughs> that sounded like me yesterday waking up. Um, I woke up with like terrible cramp of both my damn legs, man. Made, made me jump out of bed. It didn't help that I woke up and looked at the clock and seen 8.47 and thought I was late for work. It called in. <laughs> so I woke up yesterday. My motherfucking back was hurting so bad, bro. I tried to get up off the bed. I walked all the way to the bathroom, bent over, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> My daughter was like, Daddy, what's wrong with you? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Just leave me alone. Daddy got to work and come save <laughs> You all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, baby. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but that working out thing, man. People are, you know, it's a blessing, it's a curse, you know, because some people go too hard and some people don't go hard enough. So, you know, it's a, it's a balance that you got to find. Yeah, I think I, I think I fall. I'm gonna say I fall right in the middle of that, cause, yeah, I, I'm sure some days I should be doing more, and then I'm sure some days I'm like, dang, you might overdid it a little bit. But the result is the same. I still feel good after I do it. Even if I go there dead tired, by the time I get home, I'm like, damn, I feel alive. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's kind of the balance there. If, if you, you know, most people are going to fall in the middle. Most people that's consistent going to fall in the middle, you know. You're going to have your days where you overdo it, excuse me, or you're going to have days where you're, you're kind of lax, but you're going to get that workout in anyway, you know. 20-minute workout is better than no workout at all. So. Right. And mine is usually, usually when I go, I'm there for anywhere between an hour and an hour and a half, depending on what I decide to do. But I don't know. It, it seemed like it's working. 
it look like it's working, feel like it's working. So yeah, you, you come a long sure. ways, man. You know, I'm real yeah. proud of you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Do you use um use any kind of supplements or anything? Um, I used to be big on the supplements, but now not so much. Um, I, I take sea moss and uh, a vitamin C supplement and, and um, D3 supplement, and that, that's pretty much it. I may drink a protein shake here and there, but you know, it's just you know different strokes for different folks. You know, I just got to the point to where you know I I tried all the supplements and it's just you know they help. But you know they also cost money. <laughs> I know that's right. It's just expensive as hell. So do you like? Do you do anything for like extra energy when you go as far as um, energy drinks or energy shots or anything like that? Well, I used to take um, a pre-workout, but being that you know we work that third shift and you know we go after we, we we get off work, I don't. I usually don't take a pre-workout anymore. I tell you the. One of the old tricks that I used to do, I used to drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> hey, I hear you on the coffee because every once in a while, I, I do a pre-workout mix that I drink now. But matter of fact, like two nights ago, I drank the rest of my coffee that I had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coffee worked just as good as most of those um, pre-workouts, to be honest with you. It's a whole lot cheaper. I know, that's right. You can have as much as you want instead of two scoops of this and then have to mix it and shit. Yeah, you get the itching and <laughs> you get the stuttering. And get hot for talking. no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, though, man. So, let's talk about something else. I can't really... I can remember this time in my life, but... It's been a long time for me. But you, so going to work third shift just like me, will you find time to hang out with a chick or go clubbing or whatever? Will you find time to do that? Because I know when I get off work, my, my time staying to do stuff is real limited unless it's either go do this or get some sleep. Right, right. Or try to figure it out in the middle somewhere. So what you're saying is I'm a professional single dude. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, you more professional at it than me at this point. <laughs> I'll say, man, um, and this is advice from me to you or anybody else, and me, my, me for myself as well. And, you know, if you got somebody good right now, <laughs> hold on to them with your moments. Because <laughs> it ain't nothing good out here, man. I mean, you know, I date and stuff like that, but, you know, I try to keep it at a minimum because there's so much drama and so much, you know. I don't know, I think one of the worst things is I think females nowadays think, think like men, you know. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, you know, deal with, but, you know. You find time, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, you know. Right, right. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thankful that <laughs> I don't have to do that no more. But at the same time, even now, even being married and stuff, it's still hard to find time to do stuff. At least stuff that you want to do when you want to do it. So, and I, I mean, clubbing is, that ain't even an option no more. No. Not that I don't. Not that I can't go, I just don't have the patience for people no more. Right. And, and the that, bad thing is I used to be one of them people. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that, that's one of the biggest things with, with dating with me now. It's like, I, I don't have the same patience, you know. 
you know, when I was younger, I would, would wait to check out. Now it's just like, um, <laughs> yeah, we could be friends. How about that? <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard being single right now, man. I mean, yeah, it has its benefits, but you know, if I had it, had it to be, you know, my choice, I'd be married or something like that right now. But you know. Marriage is the same way. I I definitely won't sit here and be like, it's the easiest thing I ever did. That's that's that bullshit. It's not. It's hard as hell. And I I don't know how it goes for everybody else. So I ain't going to speak for everybody else. I know for me, and I've been married for 16 years now, still hard. I'm still learning shit. 16 years? Yeah, man. Look, I'm... I guess I'm stubborn. I guess that's what it is. But it's certain shit I'm still not stubborn. I mean, maybe. It's a possibility. But it's still shit that I'm learning. It's still shit that I struggle with figuring out that I have to do. Like, I'm still, after all this time, I'm still not used to having to tell somebody where I'm going or where I've been. I'm just looking at them like... <laughs> all in my business <laughs> and it's not even that I'm out doing nothing wrong it's just that you know when you get used to doing something for a long time it's hard to switch back and be like uh, you know I'm, I'm going here I'll be back in this amount of time like to this day that still bothers me when Jennifer asked me like I thought you was only going to be like, gone this long and my immediate reaction is Fuck, I ain't know I was supposed to tell you <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's one of the benefits for, you know, being single, but at the same time, you know, you got somebody worried about you and, and things like that. That's a, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it definitely makes it a little bit different. I don't regret it. I just, I, I hate when people say, like, when people say everything's perfect and they don't argue and shit like that. And I'm yeah, like, ain't no Dude. relationship, ain't no relationship perfect. Hell yeah, no. I have days when I don't like your ass. You're like one of my best friends. I mean, there you go. <laughs> and I guess everybody had them days, but I, I know you've heard them people like, we'll, we'll never fight and this person's good, I'm good. And I'm like, Y'all motherfuckers crazy, both of y'all. Yeah, yeah, serial killers, right? Hell yeah. Like I said before, cutting up kittens in the basement. (laughs) You ain't got no kids down here, do you, right? And then, as hard as that is, when you add kids in. Right. Bruh. Yeah. That's a a whole new set of rules, and I'm just like, I I ain't getting no instruction manual or nothing for this. Yeah, that, that would probably be one of my regrets, or... One of my, you know, things that I look at is not having kids. Man, you ain't getting kids, too old for kids yet. But if I had kids, I probably would, would be like, hell with a relationship, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I've always been that, that that type that, you know, I wasn't going to bring a kid into the world unless it was, you know, in a you well, know, stable home. Let, or, let me just tell you. I don't know if stable home is the right word, <laughs> but, you know, two-parent home, I should say, yeah. <clears throat> I can remember being that cat that would swear to anything. I remember <laughs> marriage and or kids was never gonna happen. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, hey <laughs> Was that dance hall song uh, Bachelor Profile? I still played it I, I was I thought I was pretty serious about that marriage wasn't gonna happen just from looking at other people and how their relationships worked out. 
But yeah, looking at other people's relationships, marriages in my family and stuff and how that worked, I was positive that wasn't for me. I wasn't going to do it. Then, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. I met Jennifer. And yo, what's crazy, when I met Jennifer, I could not stand her ass. <laughs> no bullshit. And I'm pretty sure the feeling was mutual. <laughs> Yeah, look at you, 16 years later. Uh, 16 years, three kids, bruh. <laughs> and, I, yo, I give her a lot of shit, but I don't think that at this point I would have been able to do or get as far as I am without her. Right. Like, her with the kids, I, I don't have that energy to do <laughs> what she do. So, my hat's off to her for that. I Then I look at people that don't have this that there's not two parents and they got multiple kids right. and I'm like how the hell like how is you doing this because yeah. I just watch her sometimes and they they going all the time she the type of person that should get upset if she think the kids don't have enough to do right. so they they always going somewhere always doing something then I think about my childhood and I'm like damn we, we was fucked up <laughs> We have nothing. Hell no, we get to do shit. And we got to go to the grocery store. We were like, hey. No electronics, no toys, yeah, no. none of that. And then if you got to go outside, you didn't come in until somebody made you come in. Now, I mean, my kids, I don't want to call them spoiled, but they spoiled. Yeah, I, I couldn't live on this hill running have kids. They'd be mad at me. <laughs> Say something smart if you want to. Go ahead and give me five heels. <laughs> no dinner until you finish. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's different, man. Even with them, it's a lot that, you know, having to, having to talk to them and try to understand what they're feeling and stuff. Like, again, my oldest is 15. I'm still new at registering what they saying and try to gauge their feelings to make sure that I'm saying the right thing, make sure I'm being supportive and stuff. I, I try, but I also get a quick reminder when I'm not doing enough. Right. And again, may or may not be stubborn, so that reminder sound like, you know you fucked up, right? <laughs> I guess we all stubborn in, in our own ways that, you know, it's uh, just that's just a part of life, you know. Some things you're going to want to do and some things that you're not going to want to do. Shit, I, I know I'm stubborn. There's no doubt about it. I know I'm stubborn, but I don't like to admit it. I say I'm stubborn, but if you tell me I'm stubborn, I'm like, nah, I'm going to prove it. The older I get, I, I don't really care about admitting it no more. <laughs> I, I done got to a point now where... I'm, most of the time, I'm saying what the fuck I want to say. Right. <laughs> and then I might feel bad after I say it, like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, I mean, it's just like, I, little stuff bothers me to the point where I feel like I got to say something. If somebody asks me a question, and I answer them, and then they keep asking me that same question, that shit going to make me mad before anything. Yeah, I, I definitely... Grown with age, with with my with my mouth, <laughs> my mouth thing got horrible. It's like man, my bro, my my filter is all fucked up. Yeah. My filter don't even work no more. I react like an old man. Like I'm gonna say what's on my mind. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Speak, speak my, I'm going to speak my truth. It might not be your truth, but I'm going to speak my truth. <laughs> and even though a lot of times I think about it before I say it, and then I'll be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that. And then the other half of me is like, fuck it, say it, see what happens. <laughs> At this point, Reese knew that he had fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a little dialogue in the back of my head. <laughs> like, yeah, he know he shouldn't have said that. But I think he's going to go along with it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny getting older and, and realizing, you know, the changes in yourself. Because, you know, younger, I've always been, you know, kind of outspoken towards my friends. But, you know. Now it's like I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't, and I didn't got so that I can build up hatred for people real fast, way faster than I used to. I used to be like I was. I would try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Now I'm just like you got like ten seconds <laughs> before I cut you off. <laughs> and again, that might be a bad thing, but it helped me weed out a lot of people that. I ain't need to be around in the first place. Right, so right, right. I look at that as a positive thing anyway. Yeah. I, I guess I, that's one thing I can say. We've always been blessed to have, you know, like a tight little crew or whatnot. And, you know, it makes it easier to, you know, be who you are. Right, right. You know? And I try to, you know, I, I try to add people in, try to talk to people. I'm generally friendly to everybody, but this, there's always one. <laughs> that you like, you know what? I, I'm I'm seriously thinking about hurting you right now. <laughs> but then the people I do talk to, I feel like I almost feel like that. Like I have to warn them about the type of person I am. Right. Because if I don't, then you notice as soon as you say something, they get to looking at you like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ain't know that. <laughs> but I, it's, it's kind of crazy though because. Usually, you know, I'll, I'll talk to somebody. When I talk to people, I'm trying to figure out what type of person they are. But then I realize, you know, I guess I kind of need to tell them, like, kind of explain my sense of humor, kind of explain the fact that generally I might say some shit that you ain't going to like or you might not agree with. But at the same time, if you're good with that, then we can be cool. But if you start wincing every time I say something... I, I ain't fucking with you no more. <laughs> right, right. Because eventually I'm going to say something, your feelings going to get hurt, and I'm going to think it's funny, so you're going to be even mad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, I think we both kind of have that, that problem with joking. <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> it's like rapid fire, back to back, back to back, and some people are not used to that. <laughs> see, that, that's kind of the problem, though, because now that I'm older, I, I'm kind of joking when I say stuff sometimes, <laughs> but... Sometimes I'm really not joking, but I'm laughing about it because it's still funny to me. But it's some people, man, they people real sensitive, especially now. People are extra sensitive now. Yeah. So you got to watch what you say to people. And you can't even be talking to one of your friends or somebody walk by and hear some shit. Then all of a sudden they got something to say. And I'm like... Y'all fucking up because I'm not saying half the shit I want to say as it is. So right, you 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 getting the muffled version. Yeah, <laughs> you getting what's left of the filter is what you heard. Yeah, getting back to that um dating thing, I, you just said something that made me think. It's like that um that filling out process. You know, the older I didn't get, as it it don't take long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like like I zero in on it quick now. It's like yeah, we probably we probably better off friends. <laughs> 
and you usually can feel that after like the third, fourth conversation. You know, it's like before, you know, you would give people that chance. Now it's like, I don't really got all that much time. So, yeah, that's all I was saying. That how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, friend. <laughs> I, I used to be real big in giving people the benefit of the doubt, even when. In my mind, I'm like, don't you? You shouldn't even continue this conversation with this person. And then I mean, the other part of me is like, eh, just wait for a minute, see. It might not be what you think it is, or something like that. And then after a little while, like you said, after a couple conversations, like I should just stop when I was there. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's probably one of the reasons why people say I'm picky or whatever. Nah, I'm not picky. I just know what I don't want. Ain't nothing wrong with being picky. Well, I mean, people make picky out to be like a bad thing. Like, you know, like I got all these options. <laughs> like, you know, to be picky, you gotta have options. I ain't got that many options. <laughs> yeah. Other people are just as picky, whether they admit it or not. They they might not say it out loud, but you can see it. So, yeah. right, picky ain't a bad thing at all. So, what, what do you think we need to do to? What needs to happen to change the way some of this stuff is going? Like, let's start with the relationship thing. What would make it easier or at least level as far as meeting people and trying to trying to shorten that filling out process? In your mind, what could either party do to make it a little bit more simple? <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to be a simple process. Well, it, I, I'm saying if you could simplify it, I know if, it ain't gonna happen. But if if that was a simple process, you'd be an uncle right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for some people, it's gonna be simple, you know. I mean, I guess you, some people meet that person, you know. I just I don't know if I met that person, you know. I, I met some 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 people that I loved and wanted to be with, but I don't know that I met that person that. I can't live without, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's part of my problem. I think I'm looking for that person I can't live without, you know what I mean? See, I think I got, I think I got lucky on that, whereas I wasn't, I wasn't looking for that, but I found it. I'm happy with it, but it was never something I was looking for. It was never your intention, yeah. Right, but at the same time, now I'm at the point where if I didn't have that, what the fuck would I be doing right now? <laughs> I don't think things would be things would be completely different, I believe. And then when you ain't got somebody letting you know, hey, you might need to change this, or I want you to change this because it's better for us overall, that type thing. When you ain't got nobody in your ear with that, you probably ain't gonna change the stuff you're doing. So like me with I feel attacked. <laughs> I mean, look, I feel I, attacked. I, I, I'm just I'm just telling you what to expect. If and when you do get married, I'm telling you what to expect. Ain't nobody marrying me, man. Ain't nobody that crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are ready. Look at who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess one, I, I'll say, you know, it's one of those things I, I'm not looking for. I never look for, but if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't, you know. Yeah, I believe it'll happen. I, I think, I think what, for me anyway, what happens is when you, 
when you stop or when you slow down looking for something specific, that's when something specific end up coming around, which is exactly what happened to me because I wasn't looking for a, a relationship to be in or nothing like that. But that's what happened. So, and I think it was because I kind of gave up on looking for that, right. and then it happened. So, I, I think it'll happen. I think you're trying too hard. That's you know what I'm saying. You ain't gotta keep trying. Right, right, right. But that's when you run into people where you didn't expect to meet them, and they, ain't, you know, you didn't expect to meet that person. And generally, that person is one that eventually you look back and you're like, damn. Checked all the boxes so far. Right, so, right. I mean, for the most part, being single, I'm, I'm good. But you know, like Drake say, who the fuck wants to be sixty and alone? You know, <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be the old dude in the club. Hey man, I tell you, I'm, I'm already getting tired of putting put my brother down as my emergency contact and shit. This is crazy, bro. <laughs> Every time I have to do that shit, it's like, man, you need to do something with your life. <laughs> <laughs> like you ain't living right or something, bro. <laughs> Things could be worse though, man. Like I I keep trying shit and trying shit. Some of the shit don't work. And the crazy thing with me is like right now I can sit here and I can give you advice about fucking anything. And probably give you solid advice with with some, some good things you can take away from it. However, if the exact same shit is happening to me, right. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and um, put this disclaimer out there. Don't ask me for a relationship advice because I ain't too good at it. It's pretty obvious. Well, uh, I'm telling you, I, ask me because apparently if I'm not talking about myself, I can answer you honestly. And like I said... I, I'm not going to bullshit right. you. I'm going to tell you what I think you should know, but I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Shit, listen to me. We both end up saying, <laughs> <laughs> like, what you doing tonight? Trying to hit the club? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's kind of a weird thing, though, because I I talk to people, and amazingly, people ask me for advice. <laughs> I still ain't sure what that's about. But I can do. I can give people advice about almost anything, yeah. and it'd be good shit. Even I'd be thinking like, "Damn, that was, that was a pretty smart thing to say." But let me be in the same situation. I'm <laughs> right. clueless to say, I'm like, uh, "What? Um, I, I don't. I need to call somebody." <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to relationships, if it ain't a yes or no type of situation, <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't do that, then, yeah, you probably don't want my advice. No, it's not good to cheat. <laughs> yeah, you. if you tell somebody you should go ahead and cheat, <laughs> yeah. you got you to you you start watching your back. <laughs> People listen to this is why this motherfucker is single right here. <laughs> That's not my thought. <laughs> exhibit A. <laughs> that was that was not my thought. That was a example. <laughs> so man, what what you think about uh these and this this is gonna be real brief on this, but I still think it's kinda funny. So these people storming the Capitol, what what's your thoughts on that whole thing? Uh, at this point, I think they need to take responsibility. <laughs> 
you know, they trying to blame everybody from Antifa to, to Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. It's like, if you believe that Antifa and Black Lives Matter, you know, was able to infiltrate that and do all that, then back over the summer when they was having riots and all that stuff, you, you must believe that white supremacists could have easily infiltrated that and, and looted, you know what I mean? So it goes both ways. It irritates me to hear people, you know, go one-sided with it. Oh, and it's, those weren't patriots, those were Antifa. Okay, well, over the summer, that was white supremacists, not Black Lives Matter. I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it just seems like a lot of people got blinders on about about the truth behind something, so they can't see what's really going on. They can only see the popular opinion about what's going on, which is kind of sad in itself because the way things are going, like taking sides, I don't think taking sides is the right thing to do at this point. Like I, even going on Facebook and looking at certain people's comments and stuff and what they be saying and the comparisons they make. And then I'm thinking like, all right, you saying this person is doing this, but do you realize what this person was doing before this started happening? Right. It's the same shit all the way around. And then at this moment, I like to take take a moment to say, "Fuck that flag," but <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not a reality, though, man. I mean, it's a sad situation because, like you said, it's it's divisive, but at the same time, you know, people gotta take responsibility. And like, you know, you can't look at the, the things that happened at the Capitol building and be like, oh, Trump supporters wouldn't do that. Well, obviously they did. I mean, it's hundreds of videos on, on YouTube, well, not YouTube, but on Facebook. Jokers was live streaming what they was doing. It's like, yeah, that was, that's not Antifa. <laughs> that's a Trump supporter. I'm yeah. sure you can look at their news feed and find out that those Trump supporters, you know. And these motherfuckers went out and had T-shirts and shit made. <laughs> Like you, they basically had uniforms on saying that they was Trump supporters. Like, how can you deny that? We stormed the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Your T-shirt say "Make America Great Again." <laughs> like, how can you deny what's going on? Which, again, that's what's crazy. Is like you can normal people can see exactly what's going on. So then you look at them other people that's denying it. Like, no, that's not that's not Trump supporters. Like. Are you looking at the same right. thing I'm looking at? Like yeah, you don't show up to a to a protest with Molotov cocktails and guns and pepper spray and zip ties and all that shit unless you want something to pop off, you know. Right. And and I'm still confused how they was able to show up with all that shit without nothing happening before they ever got to step foot on Capitol grounds. That's amazing to me because... Right, because the Black Lives Matter ain't get nowhere, nowhere near the... the, the I don't the know. Something like that. But that's something interesting, too, that I was thinking about. It's like during the, the Black Lives Matter, you know, protests and stuff like that, you know, they had all the cops with the riot gear and all that stuff like that, you know, Yeah. set up before the, the march even started. And my thought is... It might be a crazy thought, but it's like they did that on purpose to to purposely antagonize the the crowd. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah. wanted they wanted them to to you know ride and loot and stuff like that. That's why with the with the Capitol building, you know, they didn't have. Could you imagine if they had more police there with, with riot gear and 
you know, all that stuff, antagonizing the crowd basically with, with, with jokers with Molotov cocktails and guns in the crowd, it would have been a whole lot worse, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my thought, though. No, you're right about that. Now, the other crazy thing is before the the main part of the riots with Black Lives Matter started happening, they was warning you on the news. They was already putting plans in place for it. With this shit, you didn't start hearing about it until it was happening. Right. Which is a problem in itself because that means you left time for people to get in place to do what they was going to do and then try to react to it. Versus the other situation where you was reacting almost a week before anything happened. Right. And the fact that <laughs> the fact that some of the people that were there, like the lady that took the private jet to get there. Right. Come on, bro. Yeah. You know who that is. Yeah. And that's just like, um, you know, some of the police officers letting them in, taking, you know, selfies with them and stuff like that. And then yeah. Have reports of lawmakers um, who are showing people around. They even got pictures of some of the lawmakers in the dang old Capitol with the with the rioters. It's like you know. And the bad thing is, ain't shit gonna happen to them. A couple of them went to jail. They'll get off with a slap on the wrist. Yeah, ain't nobody getting that twenty years that they nah. that they that they throwing out there. Nah, but at the same time. Me and you go break into the motherfucking Poff building downtown. <laughs> you gone for life. <laughs> you ain't even gotta do nothing. Just go in there and go towards somebody's office. See how long it take you to get wrestled to the ground. It's just like uh, I forgot. I seen somebody posted on Facebook that they um, they had went to the Capitol with like a school trip. And it's like them jokers wouldn't even let them step on the grass. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's no way. But you made it to the steps all the way in there. You know, you you got the vice president in there, leading the leading the session to count votes, and you was able to get through through you know security or whatnot. Come yeah, on, man. and you got into office just chilling in the chair with your feet up on the desk taking pictures and shit. And not only that, I, I'm real confused how they got inside, did all that shit. And was able to leave. Right. That that's you see, amazing. You see, to me you see too. pictures of uh, of cops helping people out and stuff like that. Like, yeah. oh, I'm like, what's your old tail doing up in there anyway? <laughs> like, what you storming? <laughs> <laughs> but that's another thing too. Is like, um, I was I forgot the dude's name, but he was a lawmaker, and he was saying that um, he has two offices. One of the offices office is um has his name like prominently over the door. Right. So you you know, but that's not the office that he used. The office that he used is unmarked. They was able to find the unmarked um office and left the the office with the name tag over it alone. So that tell you that somebody from the inside was, you know, Going along with this, they allowed this stuff to happen. Yeah, somebody left the door open for them cats. Well, they told them where it was, cause you know how how are you supposed to find an unmarked room in in the Capitol building <laughs> that big, <laughs> and then the, and then the, the room with his name on it, you leave it alone. So it's like they knew exactly where he was going to be, which is scary, you know what I mean? Especially if you're a lawmaker, and, you know. Yeah, you, you ain't got control over nothing, apparently. And what was the point of having a ring without your name on it if motherfuckers found it that easy that unless easy. somebody told them so? Yeah, somebody had to tell them. Probably one of them, them police officers that was taking selfies and stuff like that. Yeah, it probably led them straight to it. Like, his office right now, don't go to that one. Go to this one right here. This is the one he be using. 
I did see, see where they um, arrested the two guys from Rocky Mountain. Yeah, I seen that too. Yeah. But, I mean, are you surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. Not at all. I, I can tell you what you didn't see. You didn't see no black people, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a couple, actually. Yeah, standing outside. They weren't in the Capitol. <laughs> it's a picture on Facebook with one standing in. in it's, it's one. It's just one. <laughs> He was just like standing there, and you know, you know how how, how the internet is. There's all kinds of memes out there about him. They made but he did, he did they have made a, him do that shit. Yeah, he did have a Make America Great hat on though. So yeah, they, I mean, they made him do that shit, bro. <laughs> Stand yeah. right here, we gonna beat that ass. He like yeah. shit. I'm red. He wasn't black. <laughs> it was, that was blackface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they photoshopped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dude off the Sprite commercial. He stuck this one in this shit. Yeah, this is like a good place for him right here. <laughs> yeah, the people who are crazy as shit. I, I'm like I was trying to explain to to my daughters like why some of the stuff is the way it is. And as I was trying to explain to them, I was just thinking to myself like. I know what's going on, and this shit don't even make sense to me, so I know it's not going to make sense to her when I try to explain why these people are doing this, because this happened. Right. I'm like, shit, I don't even understand it myself, and I don't understand what it is that they think is going to come out of them doing all this shit anyway. Right, and that, that's something, like, when I'm talking to my, you know, my nieces and nephews, you know, it's, it's crazy how tolerant they are. You know what I'm saying? So it's the all the unrest in the world is coming from old oh, us. You know, people yeah. are Asian. Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, stuff like that. It's not the kids. The kids are now they seem like they're they're so well adjusted to, you know, things like racism and stuff like that. They don't they really don't even see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is it's just crazy. It's 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 the older generation. It's this stuff that's being taught and, and you know kept alive. You know, like like the damn flag. Once again, fuck that flag. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that damn flag. <laughs> it's it's amazing how it actually it ain't even amazing. It don't even surprise me that much how people our age and older they're still teaching their kids the same stuff. But the only difference now is. Like you said, kids are in touch with stuff enough now to where they can disregard somebody trying to teach them a fucked up way to do something, and they're able to see, you know, this probably ain't the right thing to be doing. I'm not saying that worked for everybody. You got some kids that, you know, they, from the family they come from, it's like, you know, I don't know what to do. This is the best thing I know. Right, right, But for the most part, with the internet and social media and all this stuff, now... Music and sports and all this stuff, it's it's hard to see a kid nowadays being racist. Yeah, or at least uninformed about racism anyway. If you racist at this point, your parents probably were just a piece of shit. Yeah, not not even probably. They was. Yeah, yeah. Cause, um, I, I don't see, like I said, the kids nowadays, like I said, they, they see so much on social media and stuff like that. It's hard to believe, or it's hard to see a kid 
be racist without, you know, their parents being racist as well. Right. Yeah, because I don't think, I mean, I don't think in my lifetime I've seen a kid that was racist on their own, but their parents weren't. Right. Like even kids. That's a toy that, behavior. Yeah, that's that's definitely learned. That's not something you just come out doing. Even kids that was hanging with quote unquote racist kids didn't really pick it up. They kind of followed along to fit in, but they didn't pick it up out of nowhere unless it stemmed back to their parents being the same way. Even those parents that try to claim <laughs> try to claim that they ain't racist right, until right. some shit happened where they gotta pick a side basically. Right. Like I had somebody tell me that they didn't even realize that racism was still a thing and I'm like, you like sixty five years old, like yeah. you you too old to say that because right. You didn't live longer than I have. I know you've seen more than I have. Right. How are you going to say that with a straight face anyway? Yeah, yeah. you're just oblivious to the facts. Oh, I, I, I don't believe it's that much oblivion to not realize that yeah, this shit right. is going on. And again, like we were saying, with the internet and social media, even just TV, there's no way to not see that it's going on. I think the big thing is that people choose to not see it just so... They don't have to reveal what type of uh, person they actually are. Right. So, or they don't want to validate a, a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, that whole thing is amazing to me. But anyway, man, I'm gonna get you out of here. I gotta get you go be an adult and shit. Appreciate you coming through, hollering at me. No doubt, man. Anytime. You know how we do. Absolutely. And as far as y'all. If you got any comments, you got questions, you got some, some things you want to hear about, hit me up, afaicpod at gmail.com. This is your boy. I'm going to holler at you next time.